1: Welcome, everybody, into Big 12 football and beyond here for this Thursday, January 30th. We appreciate you joining us each and every weekday as we break down the world of college football, keeping you up to date on all the latest news and notes from around the country at the top, and then we'll get into um, more details uh, surrounding the Big 12. Um, Reminder that we've got the Pac-12 On Friday, on Monday, we have the SEC. Now, we may be a little bit later with the drop on Monday simply because it's Super Bowl Sunday and got Super Bowl duties. And then we want to make sure that – because it's going to be a big recruiting weekend around the country with visits, the last visit weekend before signing day next Wednesday. Uh, And and getting and gathering the information – <clears throat> may be a little bit difficult to get it all in by the time we drop. So be on the lookout for it. If it's not Monday morning, maybe closer to noon uh, for the SEC show. We, again, break down college football at the top, answer your questions at the top, and then get into the conference uh, adjustments, uh, which pertain to uh, everything that's in detail around uh, the conference that's taken place over the past week or so so this podcast is all of them are brought to you by on the big three roll-up network here that i'm involved in all these conference podcasts the nfl podcast brought to you by our great friends at 401k generation if you have a business and wish to set up a 401k for your employees or if you you got a 401k you wish to roll it over to an ira or anything of that sort you want to reach out to them, see if that's the right fit for you. See if it is meeting your financial goals and your money management goals. So check with them today. As I call it, the financial checkup. Really important. Reach out to them today at one eight six six nine nine eight five eight seven nine. Look, they're licensed in all fifty states, so you can reach out to them regardless where you're listening to this show. Um, in the continental United States, call our text, again, at 1-866-998-5879. Another reminder that if you're interested in promoting your business, we're looking for good fits. If you feel you and your business are the right fit and want to get the word out about your business, contact us today. Go to LandryFootball.com, hit Contact Chris at the top bar, send me an email, and I'll get it over to TJ, and he'll be in touch with you. Make sure you're getting this podcast every day. And you're listening to it every day, at least at the very top, because what you could be missing is some detailed information. Is We're going to talk about some stuff that's going on around the country that is not in the Big 12, even though it's a Big 12 show today, because that's kind of what we do. So if you're not a fan of the day that the conference uh, show drops, you at least want to be a fan of the top of the hour because – Any new uh, new news is pivotal. So we want to make sure that we get you up to date and you're aware of how to get it. Go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts for Landry Football's conference call. That's where you're going to find all five of these podcasts as well as the NFL podcast that we bring out currently weekly, but we're looking perhaps to expand that. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. To get all the detailed film room breakdowns, players, coaches, teams, schemes. Obviously, we've got lots of Super Bowl information up in Adam over on the website, but the NFL free agent boards, NFL free agent scouting reports, NFL draft boards, uh, scouting reports, we got it all for you. Recruiting. Next week is recruiting day. We have for you up there the top 300 where they're headed and scouting notes on all of them. And then we also have a list of about 25 players who have either not committed or have committed but are wavering we kind of tell you where things are headed there. And, of course, on our daily notebooks, we tell you about some potential flips and people that that could be in a position to surprise you. Listen, uh, a week from uh, Wednesday, um, a week from yesterday, actually, uh, it's going to be February signing day. So <clears throat> we want to get to a few things today, but a couple of things that I think are noteworthy that I've got my eye on around the country. The five-star offensive tackle, Broderick Jones, from locally right there in Lithonia, Georgia. It's an Auburn-Georgia battle. But is it a Georgia-Auburn battle or an Auburn-Georgia battle? Um, He committed to Georgia way back in April of 2018. Um, We'll see if they can finish it. It's a local move for him. It's right In the mix either way, I still think Georgia may have a slight edge, although he's going to make the last visit to Auburn this weekend. And we'll see if they can get him to flip. So keep an eye out on that. That's one of the biggest news. We do not have an update on Zachary Evans. (laughs) Where is he going to end up? No one knows. Um, But let me just say this. The folks in Knoxville believe that bringing Jay Graham back um, is the key. Remember, Jay Graham comes over from Texas A&M, and he was the guy that was the chief recruiter for A&M on Zach Evans. They believe they could swing him. He had a great visit with Tennessee oh, a couple of weeks ago now. <clears throat> we shall see. I still think George's in that as well. So those are the latest. Now, I will tell you that, We've kind of kept you up to date on Chase Bryce. The transferring Clemson quarterback visited Vanderbilt already. Uh, we know that South Florida is a place to watch with Jeff Scott moving on, but he's going to visit Duke this weekend, so we'll keep an eye out on that. Um, other outstanding tackle, four-star variety in this 2020 class, James Pagarek is going to decide between Stanford, Michigan, and Virginia. Um it is uh looking like maybe it's a Stanford Virginia. What a what a great get for Virginia it would be. But we'll see how this plays out. That's one we're watching as well. Um Vanderbilt's got a five star commitment from um uh, four star commitment rather from Donovan Kaufman is another guy that is a potential flip. He's a really good safety. He's from Metairie, Louisiana, right outside of New Orleans. Um, He is committed since late uh, late June. But uh, it looks like Baylor with Dave Aranda, Ole Miss at Lane Kiffin, Florida State, um, Mike Norvell, and then, of course, LSU. uh, All are in the mix. Also, gotten my eye out on uh, Jason Jones. Well, I think he's a little bit underrated as a three-star guy. I think he's a little better than that big defensive tackle. He has an Alabama commitment, but maybe wavering from that. The uh, Calera Alabama kid has been committed to the Tide since uh, July of 2018, long time. So we'll see how this plays out. I think Florida State's four-star receiver commitment, Malachi Weidman, is another potential flip candidate. Uh, he's been committed to Florida State since early May. Did not sign in December. Tennessee and Ole Miss are ones to watch of the Venice, Florida native. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, again, a reminder that over at LandryFootball.com, you can get more of this information about where players may end up that are still up in the air, and obviously a little bit about them and their skill set. So check out our notebooks daily as well uh, for the latest. So as we get into the Big 12, I want to touch on a few things. Spent last week at the Senior Bowl, as those of you that listen to this podcast know by now, and I want to get into some guys that really stood out, That uh, particularly uh, in the Big 12, is Denzel Mims, I thought was the best receiver uh, in the Senior Bowl the entire week, he was outstanding against press coverage. Very physical to separate. Great athleticism. Um, really tough for those receivers to handle. I think it's a day-two guy. I think he's going to do a really good job putting up the measurables that are going to cement him as a high pick. So thought he did a great job and helped himself a lot. Um, Courtney Davis. Of Texas A&M, um, I thought did a good job at the Senior Bowl. I thought he helped really good flexibility. Can play in the slot. He can play outside. Really like um, his um, his value there. Colin Johnson of Texas did some good things in the game. Big kid. He's he's more of a big slot H uh, back type. We're going to see how well he runs, but I thought he did a good job um, uh, in in the practices and I thought did a nice job in the game. TCU running back Darius Anderson ran the football hard. Um, I think he's got some versatility in his game in space, and I think he runs with good balance. And I think the same about Jamichael Hasty, the Baylor running back, uh, also did a really good job. Catches the ball well out of the backfield. Nice little burst. Uh, Oklahoma's Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> a lot of talk about him. Look, the numbers are what they are. Um, he's a guy that's a little bit late on his release, his timing, pocket presence, ability to make um, quick reads and get the ball out in the passing game. That That's not his strength. But what the guy does have is a good arm. And he's a competitor, he's a winner, and I think he's a make-it guy on a roster. I think he can do things if he's willing to embrace it, and I, I think he is. If he's willing to embrace doing multiple things while learning the quarterback position, I think that's going to enhance his value. I don't see him as a starting quarterback in the league. I don't think he's a good enough passer. But I think he's a make-it guy. I also want to mention, too, out of the conference, the Notre Dame's cornerback, Tony Pride. Was looking at the tape, you know, as you, you're there all week, you see the guys in person, but you all, all the tape is in, so you get a chance to study. I thought he stood out and did a really good job in the week of practice. Over to some transfer news, that like you may or may not have heard over the past week, Um Texas junior linebacker Juwan Mitchell's entered the transfer portal, Six-one-two thirty-five. signed with Texas um, out of the JUCO ranks, three-star guy, appeared in six games. Um, he would need uh, an, an eligibility waiver to play in 2020, so we'll see where he goes. Remember, we not only covering these podcasts in the conference, but in the region, and I want to tell you about Texas State senior quarterback uh, Grinch Jensen, 6'2", 225, started the first six games of the year for Texas State, didn't play again after sustaining a severe concussion in the loss to Louisiana Monroe in October. He's completed 60% of his passes. He's now going to try to play for his third school in two years. He at least can be a quality backup for someone, but that that's the latest. Oklahoma State, redshirt, sophomore C.J. Moore has entered the transfer portal. So – Tall, thin kid, six five, one seventy five. The former four star prospect, and he was ranked. Give you an idea, was ranked one of the top twenty five wide receivers in the two thousand eighteen class, and was a top five player in the state of Oklahoma in two thousand eighteen. He redshirted in the, at eighteen. He played in five games last year, caught four passes for eighty one yards. Um, Tylen Wallace has really kind of kept him down on the depth chart and played better, so he's going to need a waiver, but this is a guy that never was a little bit overrated, um, certainly doesn't look or play anything like a four-star guy, and maybe we'll see if he's able to find um, something in his game in a transfer role. Uh, Iowa Redshirt junior quarterback Peyton Manziel has transferred to Abilene Christian, again, another uh, regional uh, comment we want to have. Now, he could um, – he didn't stick at Iowa because you've got the Petros and the Padilla kid who are behind Nathan Stanley. So he didn't have much of an opportunity. So he's uh, going to Texas uh, – going into to Abilene um, in the state of Texas to get an opportunity to play there. Iowa State redshirt sophomore quarterback um, Real Mitchell is transferring um, – a three star recruit. Uh, he's transferring uh, from Ohio State, rather. I- oh, Iowa State, rather. a three star kid. If he's transferred to another FBS program, he's going to have to get a waiver to play in 2020. So he's a kid that just didn't find enough playing time at Iowa State. It's moving on. West Virginia, former West Virginia redshirt junior Ricky Johns is transferred to Albany College. He entered the transfer portal in November. Uh, Oklahoma State redshirt senior linebacker Kevin Hendry is transferred from Oklahoma State to Tulane. Uh, he leaves as a graduate, so he's an immediate eligibility guy. Six foot, 239. Liked him. I think he can help um, the green wave out pretty early. Kansas redshirt junior offensive lineman Jack Williams has also entered the transfer portal. Six three two eighty. Former two-star recruit out of uh, Argyle, Texas. He's in the 2000, uh, 2016 class. Uh, barely saw the field, and uh, he's an honor roll kid, good kid, and he'll end up at a smaller school and uh, will, can play at least in the reserve role. Uh, some recruiting news. Uncommitted three-star 2020 defensive end Tanoa Tiaga is deciding between Kansas State, Utah, Nebraska, Washington. Six six two ninety five 295 has taken official visits to all four. Recently headed out to Washington this past weekend. Washington's a little bit late on in on his recruiting. Um he's from Rigby, Idaho. Um and there's obviously the connection uh in the in the general area there with the Kansas State coach Chris Kleiman. Um so that's an end there. We'll see where he'll end up. Um He's got really good quickness, comes out of a stance very well, really good technician. He's um he's one of the better players in that uh, northwest part of the country, certainly in the state of Idaho. Um three star kid. Be interesting to see where he ends up. Um three star defensive back um this twenty twenty class, uh Jacoby Bryant is decommitted from Kansas. He's six one one seventy five. He verbally committed to Kansas in June. had a good official visit then um, just a week before National Signing Day. Uh, He's from Evergreen, Alabama. He's decided to reopen his recruitment. Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Tennessee Um, had some interest in him and have an interest in him. So we'll see where he ends up, if it's one of those schools or someone else. Houston has received a verbal from 2020 quarterback Mike Welch. 5'10", 170, dual-threat guy from Dickinson, Texas, He got uh, some smaller college offers with Sam Euston and Stephen F. Austin, among others. Uh, He joins uh, the three star Adonis um, Freelou as verbal commitments that won't sign until February. Play quarterback in high school. I think he could be, Welch could be a defensive back uh, possibility for the Cougars, Uh, but a good get for them. TCU's received a verbal from a really good safety in the 2021 class. Devin Lemire, uh, six feet, 165. He's got to fill out. He's offered by TCU on Monday, um, and he's uh, he's committed to them. Uh, we'll see if that holds from uh, Manor High School in Manor, Texas. Um, they've um, had guys like the, the Mathis kid, O'Shawn Mathis, and Tyler who come from that same high school. So it's also <clears throat> had been recruited heavily by Arizona SMU and Texas Tech. We want to get to some coaching news. Around the league, um, Baylor hired uh, Detroit Lions defensive back coach Brian Stewart to serve as cornerbacks coach. Uh, he's been working on the staff with the Lions the past two years. Before that, he had uh, gigs at Rice in Nebraska and Maryland. Uh, they brought in Larry Fedora to Dave Aranda as his offensive coordinator. I uh, spent a year working as an analyst for Texas. You um, know, coached at Baylor from '91 to '96 got experience with the program, um, it, bringing in administrator Austin Thomas as sort of a, um administrator to the football program and recruiting. He worked at uh, with Aranda at LSU. Uh, Dennis Johnson, meatball, is uh, left as an LSU analyst. Remember, he was the defensive line coach at LSU, had a freakish accident playing pickup basketball, uh, was forced off the field coaching because he tore up both of his knees and couldn't coach this past year. So... Uh, Bill Johnson ended up taking over as a D-line coach. Um, uh, Dennis, though, moved kind of in an analyst role, and uh, he's now going to take over as Baylor D-line coach. And then Joe Wickline has been hired uh, by Baylor to serve in the same capacity. The Wickline has bounced around a little bit, but most recently at West Virginia and served at Texas prior to that. North Texas is going to hire Mike Eckler as special teams coordinator. He's returning to North Texas where he was a former defense coordinator. Um, most recently coached special teams for Kansas. Uh, he's coached at Southern Cal and Georgia and North Carolina and Nebraska. So a good get for them over in uh, in Denton. Kansas promoted defensive quality quality coach Jadiri Uzi DiRibi as the outside backer coach. He spent last year as an analyst for them, spent three years um, at his alma mater working uh, with linebackers at Colorado Prior to that, um, Texas redshirt sophomore linebacker uh, Adele Adoye will miss spring practice after suffering the foot injury. Um, he's will miss uh, um, with the undergoing surgery on the injured foot. He was fifth uh, on the long runs defense with 45 tackles. He had a couple of sacks, generated some good pressure, did a pretty good job in coverage as well. He's expected to be one of the starters at the linebacker position for 2020 if he heals correctly, and I'm sure he will um, as the surgery is going to be soon. Six one two thirty one. the guy can really run. Uh, and back over at Kansas, junior cornerback Caron Harris was suspended indefinitely by Coach Miles following his arrest last weekend. Two felonies, unlawful use of a weapon and delivery of a controlled substance, spent a day in jail, being released on bond. Um, Played nine games last year, started six. Um, He's a former four-star recruit from Walker High School in New Orleans and expected to step in the corner spot. Um, But we'll see how this plays out. Really good player. They can't afford to lose. Wanted to get back into some discussions uh, about guys that that took place um, at the Senior Bowl and some of the – players in conference that uh, I think are of note. Again, more details you can find over at LandryFootball.com. We talked a little bit about Anderson uh, of TCU. Uh, He's really good speed back um, and he's got good burst and with a uh, change of pace, he's tough to catch in the open field. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. I thought Hasty from Baylor showed uh, ability, as I mentioned, as a pass receiver. Uh, I love his quickness. Uh, I think he's got really good footwork, runs hard, um, presses the hole well, good burst through the hole. Um, I think he's a guy that uh, probably helped himself a little bit in that regard. We talked about Courtney Davis, um, talked about Mims. James Proche uh, Proche of SMU um, didn't do as good as I thought he was. He's not going to be a guy that's going to stretch you from the slot but I think he's going to be a good um, possession guy, a backup possession guy in the slot. We'll see if he can make any hay on um, on special teams. Uh, Kansas, um, Adinjay, the offensive lineman, I thought did a good job. He shifted to guard, showed that he could play. He's got to work on his base. He a good week at, at the Senior Bowl. Um, who else did I want to mention within the league? Let me mention out of the league. I thought Josh Jones of Houston might have been the best offensive lineman all week. I love his athletic ability. He's doesn't have enough strength to anchor. Uh he needs to work on adding muscle. Um he took snap at both left and right tackle. Um he he really struggled when they put him in guard, but I I think this guy he's got a chance to really develop as an offensive lineman. Colton McKivitts of West Virginia. Um boy, I, I don't think he's very athletic. I don't think he bends very well. He didn't use good hand placement. Um, you know, he's got the frame to play tackle, but uh, it's it wasn't a really good week for him, to be quite honest. Uh, Neville Gallimore of Oklahoma. Um, he's got good upside, good athletic ability. Plays a little high, very raw as a pass rusher. Um, he understands kind of where he is and where he needs to go. Uh, but uh, I thought he was just adequate this week at best. Um, anyone else that I wanted to mention, I believe that will pretty much um, do it for the guys outside of the conference anyway. We've got more details on those guys as well as all other players around the country. Again, on the north squad, on the south squad, just like we did with the east-west game, we got a breakdown of every player. So you can go in, we got them by position, in the South squad by position in the North squad. So it's the week recap, player by player, that takes into account the entire week. We did a recap every day, um, so you can check that out. And then who helped themselves the most around the country. So if you're a football fan, you're um, a draft fan, a college football fan, you want to know all of that. Some guys that I'm looking um, for the most uh, with the most interest um, with regards to signing day uh, and where things might play out, we talked about a couple of them. <clears throat> we talked about Zach Evans. Uh, we talked a little bit about Broderick Jones, uh, Jordan Birch. Um, look out for LSU on him. He's definitely a South Carolina commitment. They're going to do their best to try to hold on to him. That's going to be interesting to see. Looks like LSU in a possible late flip. Avante Williams, land Florida, the corner. Looks like he's going to be a Florida Gator. Miami is in it, though. Broderick Jones, look, I don't know where to go. I have got it up on LandryFootball.com as Georgia over Auburn with him, but I think it's pretty close. Uh, Malik Hornsby from Missouri City, Texas. Baylor is still in it with him along with Arkansas. We'll see how that Plays out now. Um, McKinley Jackson from Loosedale, Mississippi, a big defensive tackle. Still think Alabama is the strong lean there. Ashad Clayton from New Orleans, still looking like uh, Colorado for him. Jadavian Clowney's uh, cousin, Demond Clowney, is likely headed to Ole Miss. Um, uh, Tyese Crawford from Carthage, Texas, uh, A&M, Baylor, Arkansas, LSU. Uh, Michael Drennan from uh, Dublin, Ohio. Um, this is going to be real interesting. Uh, It it looks like Kentucky, Ohio State, USC's in it. Um, But, uh, you know, LSU, I think, is less likely in in it because they got the commitment over the past couple of weeks from Corvantre Bradford from Lancaster, Texas, um, and he looks to be uh, headed to Baton Rouge. So, Alfred Collins, the Bastrop uh, Cedar Creek Uh, Defensive end, looks like the Texas Longhorns are going to win out for him over uh, the Sooners. Um, Who else did I want to mention that I think? I think uh, Darvin Hubbard from from Willow Canyon, Arizona. It looks like Texas A&M looks like to be the favorite um, uh, with him. And um, uh, Cedric Van Prant from New Orleans, uh, Warren Eastern. Long-time commitment for Georgia. It looks like that's going to hold up. We talked about Malachi Weideman. Uh, it, it looks like Tennessee may end up being making some inroads. So we've got a complete list, again, of about 25 guys and kind of where they are, who they're considering, and what's the likelihood that they're going to end up Uh, where they committed, or if they haven't committed, where they're likely to go. So check it out over at LandryFootball.com for all the latest. And by the way, we already have the top 100 for the class of 2021. So we got you covered, all things recruiting, over at LandryFootball.com with our recruiting boards, with our um, uh, draft boards, our free agent boards. We got it covered for you. Appreciate you joining us today. Reminder to join us again tomorrow. For Pac-12 football and beyond, we're going to give you any updates on recruiting, um, any updates uh, around the world of college football, and anything at the top of the show. We're going to get into some details uh, about uh, Pac-12 players uh, in the Senior Bowl this past week. We're going to get into uh, more recruiting uh, involving Pac-12 schools, uh, transfer information. You know the drill by now. We've got it all covered for you. So join us tomorrow for that. And, again, you know how it's laying out for us each and every day. Talking College Football, part of the Big Three Roll-Up Network. We appreciate our friends at 401k Generation for bringing this to you. They're licensed in all 50 states. So that's why you need to call them today to get your financial checkup. Call or text them at 1-866-998-5879. Check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest inside information and analysis on the, the football uh, seen college football, the NFL recruiting to the draft, to the Super Bowl, we got it covered for you. Sign up for this podcast where you're going to get this podcast and every podcast every day, including the NFL podcast. You can do that by going to iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Uh, they will have you covered. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody.